welcome to the first Out of Pocket Podcast. Uh, Bishop, you got the first topic <laughs> to talk about. You guys say your names. Who are you? Andrew. That's who I am. That's Jonathan. Um, well, first we're going to talk about the MVP race in the NBA. Do you want to uh, hear what the NBA PM MVP ladder is right now? I would. I would like to hear it. Okay, so... Um, as of last week, I believe, May 14th, mm-hmm. the ladder goes Jokic of the Nuggets is one, and Bede of the Sixers is two, Giannis of the Bucks is three, Doncic of the Ma- Mavericks is four, and then Curry is five. What do you, what do you guys say about that? I think I think Curry is pretty low. I mean, I don't know if he should take it over Embiid or Jokic. I think five is definitely definitely higher than five. So I'd say top three. I'd say three after those four. I would definitely say he's three. I mean, personally, I don't think Giannis should be three. I think mm-hmm. Luca should go ahead of Giannis. But um, I'm not a big Sixer fan at all. <laughs> don't really like him. Not a big Embiid. So honestly, I'd be fine with putting Curry as number two. But for me personally, I don't know where you're at, but I think I think Jokic should win it this year. Yeah. I mean, I looked up his stats right, and last his best uh, scoring season prior to this one. This season, he's averaging 26, 24 points per game. Mm-hmm. His best prior to that was 20.1. He is averaging 10 rebounds and eight assists. This man is a center, two assists away from averaging triple doubles. Yeah. Granted, the game has changed. I mean, yeah, he's always been a good passer. Yeah. Like even when he, when he first got in the league, but uh, Curry closing off the season with thirty-two points a game, NBA lead. I mean, five I, and a half rebounds, <clears throat> five point eight assists. You know, not bad numbers. I can't. I think a scoring title is impressive. Don't get me wrong, but if Curry. Let's say if Curry averaged his 32 points per game and then also had seven assists to go with it and five rebounds, I would maybe put him above Embiid, but I just don't think six assists or five assists is enough. Like, I think even though his team wasn't the greatest, I think he, I mean, I think his numbers could be better than that. Curry's one of the better passers in the league, if you ask me. Well, I mean, when Luka's been playing. Yeah, but I mean, even like, early season, he still had Wiseman who could throw a lob to. Yeah, early in the season, I mean, you have to see what he's got off the I mean, I'm not, not the greatest. Kelly Oubre starting off the season. That was bad. Oh, of twenty two or whatever. That was bad. And and then like Jordan Poole and Luka Mann weren't bad, but they're both young. I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not knocking him for only averaging five assists. I mean, five assists is still good with a team that young. But I mean, I just think that you have to have a better overall stat line. I mean, James Harden won MVP, but he was also averaging like seven assists to go along with thirty eight points. So, yeah. here's one candidate I want to talk about, and I'm a big fan of this candidate, so a couple weeks ago, I had this man up in top three, but where do you have Chris Paul? Ooh. You see, like, he's, he's done a lot for his team, I get that, but the, the 16 points and only four rebounds, I just hurt, but... He had I mean, an eight assist, dude. He's hurt nine assists. Okay, you have to think. You have but to think. And, you know, I just, I just knocked Curry for it. And I guess, in a sense, him and Curry are the same boat. <laughs> because Curry turned the Warriors around this year. You know, he went from last season with a broken hand, and they had the second overall pick to this year. They're in a play-in tournament, which is playing tonight against the Lakers. But the Suns went from, what, a 25-31 team last year to second in the West with 60, I think, one wins. 50 wins. 50 wins. Yeah, like, like he turned the team around. Like, he definitely did that, but, I mean. Isn't that what the most valuable player is supposed to do, though? Is it, is it, but it's the most valuable player of, like, the season. I'm not, I'm not trying to make it sound like, I'm not making it sound like he should win, but. Like, yeah, he probably should be higher up. Where is he at on the list? On the Kia MVP. Yeah. He is, I believe. Seventh, 
Yeah, seventh place behind Damian Lillard, who's in sixth. I don't even know if I can put him ahead of Damian Lillard. Dude, I think he deserves five. I think, personally, me, I Who think... Who would you I, put him ahead of then? If it was Lillard my... and Giannis? If it was my ladder right now, I would personally have Jokic, Embiid, probably Curry, either Luka, uh, Luka, and then probably Chris Paul. I mean, I could also I could also put Damian Lillard up there, but like me, I don't I don't think Giannis, I don't think Giannis is three. I don't even think he's top five. I mean, he's had an impressive stat line. Yeah. Um, he's aver- averaging twenty eight, eleven, and six. But I just don't see I don't see him being. Just he hasn't been as present as he was the last two years. Yeah. Like I haven't heard as much, you know. Yeah. I mean, you like you can make a case for about anybody. James Harden, he's averaging, he's still averaging like, I think 30 points a game on a team with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I think he's, I think he's leading the NBA right now with assists at 11 a game or something like that. I'll, I can check it real quick. Yeah. What's going on? James Harden's stat line this year. Where's James Harden on the CLN tier? He is. He is not even in the top ten. The whole the whole <laughs> Kia MVP list is Jokic, Embiid, Antetokounmpo, Doncic, Curry, Lillard, Paul, Gobert, Ooh. Randall, Devin Booker, and then at the bottom it has and five more, and it has Kawhi, Russell, James, Trey. So right now, Harden is averaging, uh, has two different team things going on, I guess, this year. Because right now on the Nets, his, his split with the Nets is 24.6 points a game, 10.9 assists, and where's the rebound? 8.5. According to Kia MVP ladder, no. Yeah, but who cares if anyone even starts on there? I mean, well, I mean, it's on NBA.com. It's just called the Kia MVP ladder because they sponsor the, the MVP. Yeah, they, they stress that. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Come on, that was a good joke. It was. It was. I liked it. I liked it. Okay. Closing it off with, you think Jokic should win it? I do. I mean, granted, granted he's, <coughs> been, he's been a great passer for his whole career, like you said, but his splits are just, his season, his stats are just so, they're, I think he's improved <coughs> in every category this year. I mean, he's averaging, I think, six points per game more than he ever has. Mm-hmm. He is averaging... His highest rebound percent, or his highest rebound at ten point eight. He didn't. He hasn't done that since 2018, 2019, which was his best season before this one. And he is averaging his most assists in his career so far. So I mean, he's just overall gotten better. And then <coughs> I guess just like the team aspect, like their team. Yeah. Stellar this year. And you you have to you have to look at it too. He's right now <coughs> the Nuggets are. The Nuggets are a three seed, right? Yeah. And they lost Jamal Murray. Who's the greatest player on that team? That was already popular. That's the truth. You think Jamal Murray is better than Jokic? Oh, my gosh, yes. Dude, I'm not hating on Jamal. I love my <laughs> man Jamal. Shout out Jamal if he's listening to the podcast right now. But I don't have him over Jamal Jokic. Murray is monster. He is. He's one of so my all-time Jokic. favorite players. I'm not saying he's not one of my all-time favorite players. No, I, just, I, I don't care about that. I'm just saying. The man's a god either way. He's I mean, good. I mean, NBA on Instagram. <coughs> if, if, you, if you get oh, what I mean. Whoa, whoa. Listen, I'm not saying he's not good. Like, Jamal Murray's a freaking beast. But 
point I was trying to make is they still maintained a three seed without him. Without Murray. He was a, a big piece of the team. Like, you know, when I say Jokic is the best player on that team, it's not by much. Murray and him go hand in hand. One night Murray's I mean, we saw what Murray did in the playoffs. Man averaged fifty points a game for a series for a series. That was nuts. It was. I'd have to see more. So <coughs> who do you, who do you have winning at the end of the day on the MVP? I mean, it'll probably be Jokic. I but want it to be Curry. So if you had to I'm choose, you think you'd pick Curry. If I had to choose honestly, I'd pick Jokic. But if but, you wanted like your I, guy. Who, who I want to win and stuff, but it's just I mean <clears throat> he's going after it like he finished his season last ten games, thirty six points per game. That's kinda nuts. And takes his scoring title away from <clears throat> Bradley Beal, who also had a great season in my humble opinion. Yeah. But well, speaking of Curry, I guess we can talk about the, the playing tournament. The uh, Warriors and Lakers face tonight to first off, do you think playing tournament is a good idea? I don't. Do you agree with LeBron? I mean, I don't agree. I don't agree. Should be fired. I don't agree with LeBron in the sense that it's stupid because he's in it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, if LeBron was number one seed right now, he wouldn't give a shit about playing the game. Yeah, he'd be like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, but I, I just don't like it because I like the traditional seven and eight seed. I can, I can understand why they yeah. have the playing tournament to allow more games, to allow more excitement. You know, like a team like. The team like the Spurs, right? They're they're the ten seed, okay. You know the Spurs fan base is gonna be you know hanging on, watching the game, excited because their ten seed Spurs had a chance to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not knocking them for being a ten seed. I mean a ten seed can still be pretty good, and can still do damage. But I I just personally think it should be the traditional seven and eight seed, which would put the Lakers in and the Warriors in. Now I don't think it should be. Uh, I, I just don't think that. And another thing I think stupid is, according to this bracket that I'm looking at right here, they have the seven and eight seeds going against each other in round one. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I, I don't nine, know. Nine ten play, and then the winner nine ten plays the loser seven eight for the eight seed. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I guess I understand that now. But <laughs> I I think the way they set it up is weird, but I also kind of like it because it's. I mean, it gives an opportunity to two extra teams to make it. But I, I only like it if there's two extra teams. Like, if it's a tight race for that eighth position, then it's kind of cool. But if it's, like, a, a drop from, like, eighth to ninth, and, the, like, the next two teams are kind of garbage, and they pull off some fluke of an upset, and they just get crushed first round, then it's kind of dumb. I mean, but if it's, like, if all four of those teams, like, seven through ten, are, like, able to, like, be semi-decent in the playoffs, then I think it's a pretty cool idea. I mean, personally, I just like this. I like the traditional way. Like I know, I know you just said that if it's a tight race, you can see why it's it'd be something cool, and I I can understand you on that. But like part of basketball to me is you know late in the season, you're a nine seed a half a game back, and you're watching the other team see if they were to lose. Like I I remember I think it was two three years ago when the Nuggets still weren't what the Nuggets were today. And they got eliminated like the last game because Russell Westbrook hit like a buzzer beater or something. Or they got eliminated some crazy way, and it was all because a team lost that should have won, right? Yeah. I think that's part of basketball. Like I would have liked to see the Nuggets make it that year, and it would have been cool if they had a chance to maybe make it in a playing tournament. But like that's part of basketball. Yeah, it does add hype too because it makes those games more important. Yeah. And, and like nobody in the NBA tries. Yep. And cares about it. And you know, I think baseball did the same thing. I can't quite remember. I think baseball. I could be completely wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure baseball this past year did the same thing, like where they added like two other postseason spots, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like, yeah, it's cool in a sense. I mean, you're getting more teams in the playoffs. You're just, you know, yeah. It's like, it's but, like but at the same time, it's like those games don't really mean that mu- as much then. Like you know, traditional baseball, it's you have the division leaders and you have two wild card teams per American League and National League. And if you add more spots, and it's just like. You know, it's not it's not like that thrilling excitement at the end of the season if your team's the last wild card spot. Like mm-hmm. it's just kinda like, oh, they have more spots, we should get in definitely or something, you know? Yeah. It's kinda like similar to the if they should change the college football playoffs to eight games. You see that I, that I agree with. I I also would like that more. Because you see, like 
I think it it makes it even more similar to the NFL, I guess. Yeah, and they. If the top four only giving the top four a chance to compete for a national championship, like yeah, that's tough. Like the NBA and baseball, when they're in their traditional state, they're still allowing eight teams, or baseball, I think it's only uh, six teams to compete on each side. Yeah, I mean it's way too small in my opinion to only allow four teams mm-hmm. out of all of Division One football to go to like. I think there was two years ago where Miami was big and they had that turnover chain and stuff like that. Like yeah. they, were, they were ranked fifth, right? And they lost the last week and it pushed them back to seven. So they, they were really out of it at that point. But it's like if there were eight teams, they could go back in and, still, and get redemption like they were in UCF. When yeah. UCF was big, granted they faced more good teams, they yeah. still were a really good team. But they, yeah. they could have went in there and just shut everybody in. up. I, c- I can't remember who they played in the, in the bowl game, but didn't they crush them? I think so. And then it's just like it's kind of tough. Like if they had an opportunity, maybe they would have got killed by Alabama or Ohio State or whoever at the end of the day. But I mean, at least it would have been nice to see them try. Yeah, I mean, was that was that the year they were ranked number twelve, right? Undefeated, where they ranked twelve and undefeated. I thought they were. Let me see. Top ten. Well. I think it, no, I think it was 2018, which they ranked 12th. They were 13-0, and they beat number seven Auburn by a touchdown in in their bowl game. In their bowl game, and they finished the season ranked 12th. Yeah, they were they were 13-0, and they beat Auburn, who was ranked seventh, and they were Auburn was 10 and four. That makes more sense. Than See, yeah, like, and that's, that's, I thought they updated the rankings after the bowl games. Maybe they did, but. So I guess after talking about the setup of the the playoffs, who do you have? Uh, who do you have winning, winning the, tonight? I'm uh, not necessarily winning tonight. The the whole thing. The, the whole finals. thing. Yeah. Or I mean, I maybe, don't know. maybe if you don't have a team, like who do you not see doing well in the playoffs? I don't know. It's tough to say. I would. I mean, I feel like if the Nets play to their potential, nobody's gonna even come close to beating them. Yeah. Like. I mean. Katie, James Harden, and Kyrie all on the same team. And then they got that that dude from the Euroleague. I can't remember his name. On what team? Mike. Mike Williams or Mike something on the Nets. And he's just been popping off. Oh, he's in the Euroleague? I I haven't been watching much basketball recently, honestly, so I'm not, I can't think of. He, uh, he kind of just came out of nowhere. Picked him up and he's been totally popping off. Mike, Mike James, is that yeah? Mike James. Um, no, that's not even on my team. But like I said, I haven't really been keeping up with. But it's just basketball recently. I mean, yeah. It just sucks. Kyrie's averaging twenty six. Kevin Durant is averaging twenty six. James Harden averaging twenty four. Karis LeVert, 18. Joe Harris, 14. DeMarcus Aldridge, 12. Well, Karis LeVert isn't there anymore. He's on Pacers, but... I mean, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying, though. Like, I, I completely agree with you. If, if Brooklyn plays to their potential, I don't think anyone will touch them. I don't think anyone can. I mean, you, you look at the rankings, and, like, Philly is ranked number one, but Philly is way to choke in the playoffs. The past three years, they got ran by Boston, who's now in the playoffs this tournament. If, if Joel Embiid has... I mean, Ben Simmons has had good games. I mean, so is, so is Tobias Harris, but they're yeah. not they're not a floor stacking yeah. running game. I don't. He's think. not like a. I feel like if it came down to like you need a bucket, you're not going. Oh, get the ball to Ben Simmons. He's gonna get us a bucket. Yeah. I mean, he has been finally making threes, but. You know what? This this year in the playoff picture, I think it's weird because I see a lot of these teams, and I I really don't expect them to do anything honestly, and a lot of it is because a lot of those teams were horrible a year ago. Like, it pains me to say, I, lo- I love Chris Paul, but I honestly don't see the Suns going far. I mean, see, I could see the Suns going far. I mean, I, I could definitely I like see them, but like, you look at it, right? And as much as it pains me to say, 
I'm not necessarily a LeBron hater, but I'd love to see another playoffs without LeBron. You don't have to worry about LeBron. It's just guys going at it because every year in the playoffs, it's like Brady in the playoffs. No matter what seed they get, he's going to find a way to get at least the Eastern Conference, Western mm-hmm. Conference Finals. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I mean, I mean, the Lakers coming in, I mean, for all we know, they could be an eight seed. They're probably a seven seed. They'll probably be the Warriors tonight. Yeah, see, and, and that's And then it's like they're probably going to be a seven seed playing in the finals. That's not, a, not the final, the conference finals at least. That's what I'm saying too. Like, you know, if if the Warriors win, which I'd love to see the Warriors beat the Lakers tonight. I mean, I feel like they usually could. One game series, Curry pops off. That is true, but you also have to think Anthony Davis healthy, LeBron healthy, Curry Curry's alone, and that proves my point. Like, if if the Warriors win, I could see the Suns beating the Warriors fairly easily because it's only Curry. The Lakers, I mean, it's gonna be a challenge. Mm-hmm. A- I don't know if Aiton, Aiton is a good. Center or young center, but I don't know if he can necessarily hold his own against a really healthy, which Anthony Davis isn't one hundred percent healthy. But I mean, he's been balling recently. I think la- just last week he had like a thirty-five point game with like fifteen rebounds or something. I said this. I said this to my cousin Jack. This is kind of off topic. Anthony Davis has never impressed me. He's definitely impressed me to an extent. Like last year, I thought he had a great season last year, but it's definitely like, been disappointing this year. Like coming out of college, like he was. I mean, he was the next big thing, I feel like, out of college. Okay, but you can't say he hasn't been big. And yeah, I, I totally agree, but I feel like he just, for his size, his athletic ability, he can shoot threes as a big man, and he just, I don't know, he was on the, the Pelicans for so many years, and I mean, his team was bad, I'll give him that, but like, he did nothing with that team. Uh, they just did like, some stuff. I mean, his last season there, or second to last, I believe, they made the playoffs and they beat the beat like the two seed, the yeah. Trailblazers, and that was all Anthony Davis. I well, I, I think that when just Anthony, he's good, he's good, he's really good. I just have not impressed me as much as I thought he would. I mean, when Anthony Davis is healthy, I think he's arguably the best power forward. Not arguably, I think he is the best power forward in the league. Right power, power forward or center, whatever you put him. I think I think he's the best if if he's healthy. But think he's better than Jokic. He has more of a he has more of a uh, what's the word I'm looking for he and Davis can determine the outcome of a game a lot more than Jokic or Embiid can. If Jokic goes down, it will hurt the Nuggets, but they still have Jamal Murray. If Embiid goes down, it will really hurt the Sixers, but they can still have Ben Simmons who can drive to the lane. He can't shoot, but he can drive to the lane. Tobias Harris who can shoot. Yeah. If Anthony Davis goes down, the Lakers have LeBron, but like when he was on the Pelicans, they had nobody. What, what, Drew Holiday, what, I mean, Drew, Drew Holiday's a great player, but is he going to drop 40 points for a win? I mean, I could see it. Maybe every blue moon. But he's not going to do it night in, night out. That's true. But, Anthony, but, Anthony but Davis, is anybody going to do it night in, night out? I think if Anthony Davis is healthy, he can go in, he can go in and every night drop 25 and 10. Yeah, I bet. I mean, even 30. But I, even well, I think Jokic could do the same thing. And yeah, but I just I feel like ten and ten. I feel like Jokic is more dependent on other players though. Like I, I love Jokic. I I'm, would, not, I'm not knocking him, but I just feel like Jokic kind of has to have players around him. I feel like Anthony Davis. He has shown that when he's healthy, he can take a bad team and do something with them. Jokic still has pretty good players for Jamal Murray. But I, but I think the, the thing with Jokic is his passing ability. I mean, Davis isn't a horrible passer. Nothing, true, compared, true. nothing compared to Jokic. But it's but like, when you can pass like that as a big man, it opens so much. Sh- it like takes average players and makes them good. Because yeah. they're getting good shot opportunities and good like lane drives. And I guess, I guess I wasn't even really looking at the whole perspective of this game. I was more talking about offense. Like, Jokic isn't well, going to turn it. Yeah, and th- yeah, and Yo- that's one thing Jokic does lack in. He's not the greatest yeah, defender. He's too slow. Yeah, and I mean, like, you can't you can't tell me I'm wrong here. Anthony Davis can determine a game based off his offensive ability, like just shooting, scoring. Way way better than Jokic, and quite a bit better than Embiid. Embiid's good in the post. He's iffy. He's an iffy shooter, and Jokic is a fairly all around offensive threat. He can shoot the three a little bit. He has a good mid range, great post moves, but he isn't gonna go in there and just dominate you for twenty five minutes. Um, okay, should we go on to the, the next topic? The out-of-pocket 
Tony LaRusso story? Yeah. So I guess we'll, uh... You gotta, you gotta describe it. So, I was scrolling through Instagram the other night, and I saw that the Twins were getting absolutely demolished. Shout out Jordy Nessick. The Twins are horrible this year, I believe. Twins up, Jordy! I think, I actually think they're last in the AL Central. I could be wrong. I'll look it up real quick. Um, but the Twins were getting absolutely demolished. If anybody clips anything from the podcast, that was a, that was a Jordy. Yep. 14 and 27. Coach Jordy needs Ooh. to, actually, correction, not Coach Jordy, umpire Jordy needs to go up there and uh, make some calls for the Twins because they are not doing this one good. Even if he's the worst umpire in the world, he's not going to change it. <laughs> um, but the Twins were getting absolutely demolished by the White Sox, who are right now 26 and 16. I mean, the White Sox are good. And they th- the Twins were throwing a position player, and I believe you pronounce his name, Yerman Mercedes. I mean, a, r- a rookie this year, great season so far, goes up there 3-0, and this position player logs in a 47-mile-an-hour pitch, and he launches it, absolutely demolishes it. And at the end of the game, Tony La Russa, the White Sox manager, basically just says that there will be a punishment and that that was essentially uncalled for that he hit a bomb up by 11-some runs in the ninth inning of this position player. And the next day, I think it was yesterday, a Twins player threw a pitch behind Mercedes trying to hit him. And the Twins player was ejected. And after the game, Tony Tony LaRussa, the manager for Yerman Mercedes, comes out and says, I have no problem with what the Twins did. (laughs) Essentially saying that he was fine with his player being thrown at. And then today, I saw on Instagram, Lance Lynn came out, a pitcher for the White Sox, so another team, another player for Larusa, came out and said that he didn't believe there was an unwritten rule in that situation because it was a position player, and that throughout his time in the league, those unwritten rules have gone away. They're essentially no more. Like he doesn't feel they're a thing anymore. And Larusa said, "Lance has a locker." I have an office. I don't agree. <laughs> so he basically pulled some, I'm a higher power, yeah. shut up, your opinion doesn't matter. And is a great coach. I mean, he coached the A's. He coached the Cardinals, winning, uh, winning the World Series with the Cardinals, I know. I'm not sure about the A's. But he's just overall a great manager. I think he's actually in the Hall of Fame, too. He was retired and went in the Hall of Fame and came back to – do the White Sox. So he definitely knows what he's talking about, but I definitely out of pocket. Out of pocket. I, I think I agree. I, I think the home run is fine, personally. I like, think it's fine in a different scenario. I'm not, I'm, I would not say anything on the verge of La Russa, but it was a 3-0 count, right? So the guy was getting close to being walked. There's no reason you need to tee off on a 3-0 count against a position player. Just watch the pitch. Most likely you're going to get another ball because he's a position player. And then if he throws a strike to you after, tee off on it. Because a 3-0, when you're up by 11, I mean, you're usually I mean, taking just, that. And, like, you got, like, like stat chasers who are probably super competitive. And then you also have that. And, like, I mean, that, that dude, he's a baseball player. I mean, he probably pitched in high school. Right? It's not like he was just out there for the first time pitching ever. I know, and I, I mean, I feel like he could have, if if he was really that worried about him hitting a bomb, he would not have thrown forty seven miles per hour right down the pipe. But that well, it wasn't right down the pipe. It was, it was, a, little, it was a little high in the zone. But, but that goes to show, though, he probably wouldn't have done that if he knew the guy was going to swing. He was probably thinking to himself, like it's de- it's devil's advocate. He was probably thinking, well, they're up by eleven runs. It's a three zero count. I'm a, a position player. I think the guy is actually a catcher, typically. Maybe the, I think he played a little bit of infield. So he's probably thinking, I'll lob this one down the pipe, get get the count, you know. Reset. Yeah, try, try to get to a full count maybe or get, get a strike here and then maybe get him swing at something or, you know. strike. I mean, position players strike out normal batters. It happens. Anthony Rizzo did it to Freddie Freeman, the NL MVP last season that just a good. week ago. So he was, he was probably thinking, I'll just lob a pitch here, get hopefully get a strike, 3-1 count. If not, he'll walk, right? So 
we have a lot of defensive minded pitch, and we got swings at it. Like I'd, I'd be a little pissed by the pitching player, so I'm thinking he's not gonna swing at it. I'll just throw a strike, 375 feet in the air, and I'm watching my fans boo me on the field as a position player pitching because I just gave up a jack. Like you get what I'm saying? I, I get what you're saying, but uh, it's like, I mean, he he's just a wall dude. At 47 mile per hour, I'd go harder than that. The the same thing happened last year where there was a lot of commotion when Fernando Tatis did it. I think the Padres were up a decent amount in the ninth inning or later in the game, and Tatis hit a grand slam on a 3-0 count, I believe. But the difference there, I believe, was that it was an actual pitcher, and the guy was throwing 95 miles an hour. Yeah. The fact that he did it on a 47-mile-an-hour pitch on a, on a position player who was just trying to throw a strike. I just, like, yeah, maybe he should have done it, but I think that <laughs> the manager's making it way too big of a deal. Yeah. Like, he definitely should not be punished for that. Maybe, like, give him, like, a public scolding or have him send, like, do a public apology and be like, just sorry for that. Like, that was disrespectful. But that's it. Like, any punishment beyond that, totally unreasonable. Yeah. And I, I completely think that Tony Larusa is stuck in his way to put it, I guess. Because, I mean, the game's changed. We, I mean, some of these unwritten rules are no longer a thing. Like, they don't mean anymore. Mean anything anymore. Yeah. But, I mean... I would not punish him. I would just kind of, you know, I would think that he would know, like, hey, you know, that probably wasn't cool. A 3-0 pitch, 47 miles an hour, took a knee, a position player. Like, in that situation, take it. If it I was mean, a 3-1 like, count. Like me hitting off Drew Huffman in a softball game. You didn't have to do that, bro. You didn't have to do that to Drew. Hey, he was just lobbing it in there just like uh, one guy. <laughs> okay. 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 Oh man. Yeah, but I I think I think Larusa was definitely, you know, out of pocket. Out of pocket. He he. he and then the comment life. back to the pitcher about um yeah. I have an office. You have a locker. That's way too far. Yeah. Like he could have just easily said like I don't agree with you, and then like explained why. But that it's just that's so petty. That's so weird. I don't know. It just seems weird for a, a grown man to say that to another grown man. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't like petty people. That's why I don't like you. That was out of pocket. That was out <laughs> what, what did I do to Well, you got any uh, other topic off the top of your head? I feel like we just said something about Tim before we went off this one, so. Uh, Tim? Yeah. Like what? Like his stupid face performance last night. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think he did better than honestly what I thought he did. That man. <laughs> what do you. This man He's has gone 430 in a mile and he ran a 435. A 535, you mean? Yeah, 535. But you're also not putting in the fact that his 430 mile was with no barrier and just, you know, That's running true. zone, right? That's true. This I man is the most inflexible person. I don't even think he'd get over the girls' barrier normally. This is, this is what I'm saying, though. So, like, I get you have to be, in, like, flexible to have a good hurdle form, but he could have just, like, hopped it. You know? He didn't have to hurdle it. I mean, to be like fair. if you do like a running jump over it, that doesn't take as much flexibility, and he's still running five fifteen. I mean, to be fair, I uh, I don't think that I'm not saying he wasn't trying. Like I think he was trying at the end of the day, but he, de- he was. He definitely <laughs> wasn't going out there to win it. Either. No, like, no, I totally agree. I to, I just want to make fun of him because it was the slowest on the team. That is fast. And then Chapman was out of pocket with a juicy face performance, but that's all right. I mean, was he wrong though? Three of them. It and was, then, and, it was and he Tim, wasn't wrong about muscles Tim, either. Muscles Jack. would have been back oh, there too. Bro. I love my boy muscles, but the it, mobility, it's oh, too bad. Dude, I can't mobility. believe, like, we went and watched that 4x4, four four, right, at Simpson. Yeah. No foot speed. No foot speed. Muscles, I love you. I have the stash. I did it for you, but no foot speed, my guy. None. Sorry, muscles. Muscles, you could probably get up to. Do you think, you think, if, do you think if muscles
muscles right next to Jack. Yeah, trash. Do you think your muscles right next to Jack Yankee? Do you think she could pull into the fifty-seven to see it? No, she would, she would destroy it. <laughs> Jackie would destroy muscles. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was just kind of hoping that we could. I feel like if anything, he'd run slower because he would see Jackie Danger pulling away from him. But I feel and like he'd that just all the confidence would just go away. I think that'd be motivation though. His he, mustache he would, would fall off mid race. He would think, "Hey, I have Jackie here who's running, who runs a, I think 56 at conference, yeah, right? 56, yeah. 56. I can hang on to her and run a 58. You don't think you could at least get a high 58?" No. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I bet if we paced him, like if we got pacers like like Dalton Martin like out front and then you got like like me and Frosty, like on the side and behind him, yeah, we'd probably pace him 58. You could ask Spitz. Spitz, Spitz can't run that fast either. No, no I'm saying, I'm saying. I mean, I talked to Spitz about. I was trying to get him run 800, and he said he won't do it because his foot speed is so bad. Yeah, I know that. I was talking. I respect I was talking Spitz because he could crush me in any event longer than 800. Goal I was talking about we could ask Spitz if Muscle could run a 58. Okay. Let's ask him. Go quick, go quick. I will. I'll keep him entertained. Actually, I won't let me see his highlights. Hey, you have a question for me? Spitz, it's an important question. Spitz thinks so. Well, Muscles, if you're listening, Spitz believes in you. Spitz believes in you, Muscles, so. I'm sorry, Muscles. You know I love you, but I don't. Muscles, I guess there's one way to find out. Jackie, if you're listening, once the season's over, we got a race for you. Muscles versus Jackie. It, it wouldn't be Muscles versus Jackie. It'd be Muscles. I mean, Jackie pacing Muscles. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, fair. that's a fair statement. Also, I don't think she would do it. I think she could. Personally, I, I, I think that's bigger than uh, McGregor versus Paul. Oh my god. I, I think more people will watch Muscles run a 58 than watch M or not McGregor, uh, Mayweather. It wouldn't, wouldn't even be a race. He's saying it wouldn't be a race. I don't think it'd be a, I think Jackie would destroy him. Then move on. What, what's, your, yep. uh, what's your opinion? So you're saying if Muscles was racing Jackie in a 400, would he run faster than a 59 or higher, which he's already done? And yes. Say, yeah, because no, no, sub 59. Yeah. You think he yeah. I think he could go 58 or something since he's racing, you know, head to head. And yeah, Jackie's faster, but she's not a, you know, Matt Heisman, you know, Dalton Martin. Just those guys fast because they just blow him out of the water. You know, she's fast, but she's close enough where. Because he's not running 59 because that's the top end of his speed. He's running 59 because he doesn't think he's fast and it feels hard. Where if you put him with someone who he's competitive with, it's going to feel hard, but also he can do it. And that is why he is a pick. Because he has a good brain. Because he's that's not true. thinking about that. Well, I was just thinking like that. His top he end would, speed is not 59. He I would, know he would lose confidence. As, as Jackie started pulling away. Yeah, I mean, Jackie's still three seconds ahead. Don't you think at some point he might be like 200 meters ago and Jackie's starting to kick down and he's just like, oh no. Like, I mean, I guess any race has a downside, but right. do you think he'd be more likely to run that high 58 or do you think he'd be more likely to be like, dang, Jackie's pretty damn quick. Well, he already knows that because he's seen that time. Yeah, that's and true. He's seen the results. So going in, he, it's not like he's shocked where she's a 61 second 400 runner Tim now. Tim Siebel. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got for Tim? I guess we were we were racing, so we didn't get to watch. But uh, he treated it more as a joke, so 
I love the coffee. You think Chandler can beat an 800? No. What about 400? Maybe. What do you think Chandler can run a 400 in right now? Like, right now. Like, Chandler has foot speed. You think he can beat Mostert? I mean, he's getting older, so I want to see that. Actually. He's getting older, and he doesn't lift, so he's losing a lot of that speed and power. But he's still decently fit. Okay. Well. Yep. Sounds okay. good. Thank, thank you for your input, Spitz. Thank you, Spitz. Yeah. Spitz, yeah. you're the first guest. Oh, thanks. On the I, know, I, I feel honored. I'm also concerned. I don't know who's listening to this, and they may be offended by my comments. That Joe would be like, "Oh, I could crush him at a marathon." What's he talking about? Hey, well, that gives him confidence going into natties. Give you confidence after he does well in natties, because then you'd be like, I would have done well in natties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I have run any time that would qualify for nationals. So, uh, my goal is to get you guys all faster. Like, well, I do think I'm fast. Well, if, you, if my goal is just to be faster than all of you, that that means I'm slowing you down. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay, I'm gonna put a poll in the chat. On muscle and jackets? No. Muscle and jackets. Oh. That you can do that one after. I mean, I, I'm more interested in muscle than Chapman. I mean, I, I agree with Spitz. I think, like you said, Jackie's quick. She'd be more, I think, pace than muscles. I love your muscles, but I don't think you're beating Jackie. Chapman and muscles? I'd like to see that. I'm not I'm not hit, hit, dissing on Chapman, but I haven't seen this man around a 400, like a hard 400. Yeah. Who do you got right now? Do you think do you think Chapman wins it? Like I just I well, think Chapman. I think Chapman. I think Chapman. Chapman has foot speed. I think Chapman. Chapman just muscles. Okay. What's going on? I'm voting Chapman. He's seven dollars. Oh, that brings up another thing. Last point, last point. We're nearing the 50-minute mark. Okay. So, I'm sure you know that Callum has this obsession with beating Joe in a 100-meter dash. You know about that, right? Yes. I and I think he can. You do think he can? I think he can. I think I think it'll be close. Like, I, I'm going to give Joe credit. He's, like, Joe's fast. Oh, I mean, yeah. he's ran a faster mile in a 5K than I could run a mile. Yeah. But I think, in terms of like a hundred meter dash, I just feel like Callum would have him. I think Callum has the foot speed, but I think Callum would almost overthink it, right? And I think he would just, I think Joe would kick him down at the end. Like I think, I, I think, think I, I think out of the gate, Callum would get out and Joe would be I, behind. So but I think at the, I think like at fifty meters though, Callum would just stabilize and Joe would just keep getting quicker. Okay. Yeah. I. I if they're coming out of blocks, totally Callum. Oh, definitely. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think Joe's to touched blocks in his life. Yeah, probably not. And and then if Joe decided not to use blocks, like a block start from just his standard start, I feel like that would give Callum a big advantage. But just they're both starting, standing up. It would be, it would be close. I think it would be close. I feel like, but I feel like it'd be Callum. One point of correction: Morgan has run faster. What's your, what's your time to APR? Uh, 3040. While you're here, though, yeah. quick question. Have you heard the debate of Callum versus Joe in a 100-meter dash? Uh, Callum. You do think Callum? I think it's Callum, yeah. <laughs> I, was telling, I was telling Jacob, I think Callum, like, no doubt gets out quicker. I think he has a lot more foot speed than Joe, like, out of the gates. But I think Joe eventually would kick him down. I think Callum is. <laughs> You're talking about a kick in a, four, in a 100. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not, necessarily, not necessarily a kick, but I'm saying like. You I do think, realize 100 is mainly getting off the line. Yeah, but I think Callum would just overthink it. So you think, it. you think Joe is like a slower version of Derek? No, I'm just not saying that. Slow the blocks and I'm just, just saying like. Everyone like I know, I know like when I, if I were to run 100, right? Like going against my brother who's 220 pounds. The first 25 meters, my brother kicks the crap out of me. But the last 75, I just destroy him. Callum's pretty speedy. Uh, watching you do flying 30s, he's quick. I, mean, I, feel like I will say, in Joe's, uh, for Joe, depending on when they run the 100, he may be able to pull.
summer. Yeah. <laughs> you're not counting, you better be training. Yeah. Count do summer well, training. And, and some of that's not too. just, uh, you know, Alan not working over the summer, which, you know, I'm confident this summer he will. It's also, in track, we're doing a lot of you know, training for the 800, whereas in the summer, we're not really focusing on the 800. We're training for the 8K. Yeah. So there's some training that's not designed for him to do organic turnover, you know, just explosive flying podium type work. That's so true. he's not going to be quite as quick as he would be running an hour. I guess I'm picking Joe over Callum because Callum. This man has told me too many times that he can do something and then doesn't do it. Like, when we drafted him for a basketball game, I drafted Aaron before him. That's how bad his shot is, Jacob. <laughs> and hopping back to the Chapman versus Marshalls, a Chapman is so curious. What did Chapman say? Did he say what he would run? No. No. What do you think Chapman would run? You think he'd go 57? You th- I'm, I'm you think Chapman could beat Jackie? I'm not going to give a time. <laughs> That's <laughs> a no, then. I don't, I don't think, think Chapman, Chapman beats beat Jackie. Jackie's quick. Yeah, Jackie's kicking. Like, I, I think Chapman. I don't think Chapman by any means would run like, you know, I don't think he'd look like muscles out there. But I don't think he'd go out there and just blaze a 55 or something. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Well, we got Chapman to see now. Now we have to see what Muscles will say later. It's true. Maybe he said something in the chat. We'll look. Why is it even a close? <laughs> Big mind. Big oh, mind. it's 15 to 1. Really? Yeah. Wow. Man, I wish so the team thinks it's Chapman, obviously. I mean, who do you think voted for Muscles? Probably Muscles? Who was it? I don't think you can see. Yeah, you can. How do you see? Just go, oh, maybe only I can see. Oh, yeah, vote by user. Ian Berry. Ian Berry. Wow, Ian. Okay. Ian, we're calling you out right now. Uh, Muscles, Ian has confidence in you, so. Yeah, Muscles, if you were to take anything from this podcast, Ian is your best friend. Yeah. That's Ian, it. Ian has your back, Muscles. Ian has and your back. As I guess we close this, you have until the next podcast to think about your strategy for when we set up Chapman versus Muscles.